Hey, 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 welcome to Thursday, June. June? Excuse me, I cannot say the right date. It is July the 9th, not the 8th, July the 9th, 2020. This is Mark Z, and you are listening to the Mark Z Marketing Podcast. This is season two, S2, episode 22. So we got a bunch of twos in there. And this one's entitled, Did You Try This? I didn't think so. So I want to apologize for Tuesday's podcast that called Tuesday, July the 8th. Um, it was not, obviously, it was July the 7th. I don't have a wall calendar in front of me. I probably should. I have um, a color wheel in front of me and a color chart of uh, what colors match together type things. When I was creating uh, a lot of videos, I had to make my own thumbnails and I have no idea what colors go together. I'm not a graphic designer, but I do look out that my wife is. So she happily posted a color wheel and a chart of colors in front of me. So if I ever get like mystified, like, ah, what colors go together? I can do that pretty easily. So anyways, as I said, this is S2EP22. Did you try this? Didn't think so. So one of the things throughout your life that you will go through and i'm not talking about shiny objects i'm, I'm talking about um and, and that is one one point of uh did you try this um you can be jumping from shiny object to shiny object but i'm more talking about when you get into a problem with your business and it can go for offline businesses as well as online businesses one of the reasons i really like elm evergreen lead machine which i talk about a lot which we're not really going to be talking about in today's episode but um, Drew, the uh, founder, um, pretty much, you know, he, even though he's younger than me, we've had a lot of parallel experiences throughout our life. Like he started out at a young age mowing lawns and, you know, putting together a lawn crew and making money that way. Um, and then later in his life, he also did similar things like Don LaPree. I don't know if any of you heard of Don LaPree. But him and I, him and I, unknowingly, were probably parallel universes. We were placing those one nine hundred ads in the uh, newspaper classifieds, which cracks me up to this day that you would be able to try to think that you're going to make any money placing one nine hundred ads anywhere. But back in the day, one nine hundred ads were very, very popular. Although they kind of went away, and I know why they went away, because the one nine hundred companies would bill through the phone company. So they were like we are today, and I hate to say it, we are relying on platforms to bring messages to the masses, such as Facebook. Now, everybody's like going, oh, yeah, that's the best place for organic leads. And, yeah, currently it is. But when Zuckerberg decides to take his ball home, we're all screwed, basically. Let's just be honest there. Twitter, same thing. You know, hey, it's a great place, you know, to do some searches and find out what's trending, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it is until Jack wants to take his ball and go home too. So that, that's the point of that is that platforms, you, you can't rely on them. And the 1-900 platform had a lot of issues to start with. So like I was saying, Drew in a parallel universe was also placing 1-900 ads um, at one point in time. Don LaPree, man, he, he's been around. Um, if you talk to anybody, an entrepreneur and I, an entrepreneur today, and they don't know who Don LaPree was or what 1-900 ads were, they might be a little bit young still. Um, this was a 90s thing. And so if you were born in the 90s, you're going to have no clue what I'm talking about. 
Um, but yeah, the one nine hundred business used to be like gangbusters, and then there was the one nine seven six business. Um, you could used to be able to call one nine seven one nine seven six. You know what? What WWE wrestling? You know WWF at the time. Um, ECW had a line. You know all these different little companies had one nine hundred or one nine seven six numbers, where there'd be a pre-recorded message, first minute's free, which they would tell you absolutely nothing, and then they start charging you five dollars a minute, four ninety five or whatever. So, as I was saying, the problem with that was they were reliant on the phone company. The platform was the phone company would be billing these customers. So what would happen with these kids? you know, teenagers, whatever, they would call 1-900-HOT-WRESTLING or 1976, you know, hot date, you know, whatever. And they would call these numbers <clears throat> and they would charge back to a phone number. Now, alternatively, the phone companies kind of caught onto that. They had to do a lot of chargebacks and they said, okay, you got to do your credit card. And so then credit card companies got involved because people would be stealing credit cards like they're doing today on the internet. You know, I recently had my debit card stolen um, numbers, not stolen physically, but uh, I went to check my bill and, oh, what is this charge for dollar Apple games? No, I'm not paying for that. $17 for the charges. Now, that's not much, but, you know, I'm not paying for it. And so the credit card company, of course, had to issue me a new card. Um, so, again, the platform it should not be where you put all your um, efforts into uh, because that that will kill you at the end of the day. A lot of people are, are going on this organic marketing and they're making a lot out like gangbusters. And everybody I talk to, I'm going, hey, uh, do you have an email list? Are you building an email list? Um, and a lot of people say, nah, what do I need an email list for? Like, these platforms go away. Trust me. I've been around the block. Um, I know these platforms go away. So that's a problem that, you know, you can solve pretty easily by just building your email list. Now, a lot of you will say, well, I don't know how to do that. And I've all told you about Elm. Um, you know, if you want to build your email list for free, you know, I will put the Elm link down below because I, I am, you know, a diamond partner in Elm and I will push Elm. But I'm not really here to push Elm today because <clears throat> there's another program also that I'm really, really fond of right now. And I am kind of like my buddy Dangerous Dan Mahady, okay? So Dangerous Dan... He's put out his manifesto. No, he's not like a psycho killer or anything. He might be. I don't know. I, I, mean, I don't know him personally that well, but I just know that, you know, he lives in uh, Arizona and he has a lot of guns. So you don't want to miss, mess around with Dangerous Dan. Um, might get shot. I didn't say that. <laughs> All right. So um, anyways, I want to uh, tell you about another thing. So he's involved in Elm as, as well I. And he is a, a uh, permanent inner circle uh, beneficiary. Um, he's been around long enough. He helps out a lot. He, he feeds back. He, he has Drew's ear. And he also um, is a great guy to be around. He's been around the block a few times, just like I have. And so he got fed up with the circle jerk people on Warrior Plus. You know who they are. I'm not mentioning any names. Sorry, I had to take a drink of my tea here. I'm not mentioning any names. But I'm going to tell you right now, one of the circle jerkers just released a new one just the other day. And I'm actually appalled at where I got the link from. I'm not going to mention any names, but I can guarantee you if you buy this product, it will not work. It'll be broke on delivery. I can guarantee you. Maybe the first few people to get it, it'll work. And then whatever little trick they're doing, whatever API they're attaching to is going to shut them down cold. 
happens is they win their products and they'll sell thousands of releases of it and then they'll get shut down and then they'll shut the whole product down because then they realize, oh, they caught us that one. Carpetbaggers is what they called them back in the old days. Carpetbaggers from town to town selling snake oil. And those circle jerkers up there on, on Warrior Plus, they're riding high right now. But I'm going to tell you what, platforms, it's going to it's gonna not benefit any of us marketers out here because they will. FTC is going to get word of this. And they're going to shut down the Warrior Plus platform within a year. They're just getting documentation on what's going on in Warrior Plus. They know. They know these circle jerkers are circle jerking you guys, they're circle jerking themselves, and there will be uh, charges filed. I guarantee FTC will be fire, filing charges against the Warrior Plus pl platform. It will cease to exist because of circle jerkers. Now, with that all being said, that gets back to my main point about platforms, really. Um, you know, and this is S2, episode 22, EP22. Um, did you try this? Didn't think so. So back in the day, Let's get back to the story. Uh, Drew was in one universe. I'm in another. <laughs> We're both placing that classified ads. one nine hundred numbers, one nine seven six numbers. You know, um, we both mowed lawns. You know, coming up. That's why I, I, when I bought my house, I didn't want I didn't want a yard. So I live. I'm sorry. I should tell you, I'm about to take a drink of tea. I wish I could pause these when I do stuff like that, but I can't. Or when I have a cough. So I. Was when I was searching for a house a few years ago because I realized, yeah, I'm probably going to be in St. Louis for a while. I'm tired of paying rent, you know, it's, you know, and I've got kids and I have to have them every other weekend. Um, you know, I need to have a place, I can't just have a one bedroom apartment. So I had to go out of the house. I bought a house, anyways. My biggest thing with the house is I'm not doing yard work, can't stand it. <laughs> I mowed enough lawns back in the day, you know, and I made a lot of money doing it, but I'm not mowing a lawn ever again unless I. Absolutely positively have to. Now, my ex had a pretty big house or had a house of her own. And I used to mow that yard. And it took me an hour and a half to mow it. It was just all hills, you know, uphill, downhill, you know. Had to, like, mow a lawn on a hill that was facing the street that would, if you mowed it at an angle, you could do it one of two ways. You could push it up the hill, which is, like, you know, a four or five foot incline, you know, straight up pretty much, or you can mow it sideways. Either way, that mower, I mean, has almost slipped, almost fell on me. I don't like mowing lawns anymore. Anyways, let's, I digress on the lawn story. But, so, you know, we were, we, both Drew and I were in a parallel universe, I guess, at the time. And he's doing one nine hundred ads, uh, mowing lawns, all that good stuff. How to make money, you know. If you can't do it offline, then, you know, if you don't know how to do it offline, you will not ever know how to do it online. Trust me, I'm not talking about working a nine to five job. I'm talking about being an entrepreneur and going out and saying, hey, you know, I can mow some lawns and, you know, make several hundred dollars. Hey, if I get a crew together, we can make more money. OK, all that being said. Back then, you know, you would find problems and you solve them, basically, is what I'm saying. So when I started mowing lawns, I was probably 13. <laughs> um, started mowing lawns. And I was using my dad's lawnmower. And then, you know, mowed a few lawns, got a little bit of money. And I was like, oh, man, you know, this, this kind of sucks, man. You know, one lawnmower. And my buddy Shane was with me. He said, I want to get in your business with you. All right, cool. You know, and then we landed a contract at the small town we were living in. I was living in South Dakota at the time, by the way. And uh, the telephone company had this big lot. They said, hey, we'd like to contract you guys to do it for the whole summer. You know, and we're like, yeah, cool. You know, you know we'll pay you $150. 
Now, $150 when I was 13 or whatever age I was, that was a lot of money. If for a kid in a small town, really nowhere to spend it. And at that time, I didn't drink or smoke. It was like, yeah, that's good money. Didn't even go to concerts back then. You know, I was too young. I was in the middle of nowhere. I was in South Dakota, man. Think about it. Um, so we started mowing this guy's lawn. This guy was like, hey, I've got a mower. You guys want to buy it? And I'm like, all right. And so we looked at it. It needed a little work. And, you know, that's when, you know, I learned how to work on lawnmower engines and stuff. We got it going, got it all shined up, got the blade sharpened. So we got a second lawnmower, which means we could double our output and get more lawns. So we made more money. So, you know, we solved that problem by just getting another lawnmower. Uh, so later on, you know, as I was saying, you place one nine hundred ads in, in, in papers and stuff like that with Don LaPree. So also in Don LaPree's course, I think it was kind of ignored, maybe. But he talked about... Um, I think it was Donald Pree. I could be wrong. My memory probably is fading at one at some point in time here. Basically, Donald Pree um, talked about it. Maybe I don't know if it was him or somebody else. But me and my buddy at the time, uh, Don, I believe it was his name. I don't really remember the guy's name because the end our business relationship kind of didn't kind of separate separated ways. I mean, it wasn't a bad separation, but he just wanted to go work his nine to five, and I wanted no part of it. So. We got into what was the dawn of the era of buying and selling storage lockers. Now, y'all know the uh, History Channel show, um, Storage Wars and all that. If you haven't, check it out. That's a real thing, man. Out in California especially, people buy and sell storage lockers big time. They have auctions every single day of the week. <clears throat> get in with the, the auction crew. You're heading to the next auction. You got wads of cash in your pocket because that is all you can do. You can pay with cash and then you have to clean out the locker that day. There's really no, no um, non-truths that show. I guess the only non-truth is, is, you know, they're paid actors to do that. You know, they're getting paid and they're getting money, wads of cash to go buy this stuff. I'm sure that's how it works. I'm sure storage where it gives them money to bid and they probably all get the same amount of money to bid um, and then make it like drama, drama. But so back in the day, Don and I started going to these storage lockers. Now, see, Don, to give you a little background, my, my partner at the time, Don, he was an ex-AT&T programmer. And so he had just been laid off in one of the layoffs in the 90s. And so he, he had a house and, and a wife and kids, and he was an online guy at the time. Now, online back then was bulletin boards, okay? So he had his own bulletin board system. And I also had a BBS at the time, but his BBS made money. So... <laughs> He was a programmer by trade, and he used to sell uh, the sh sell the shareware games, basically. Um, Lord of the Ring, not Lord of the Rings, but uh, Legend of the Red Dragon was a big game back in the days. And if anybody was in the BBSs or whatever, just leave a comment below the podcast or wherever you see this, because Legend of the Red Dragon was a huge game. And so Don used to sell doors, they call them, and they were little like plugins you could write and sell you'd sell them as shareware and then you'd have a key to unlock them and if any of this is like way over your head or you, you have no idea what i'm saying at this point in time that's because you're young you, you weren't back into bbs's then or you didn't know anything about bbs games i'm just gonna be flat out and tell you that so again we talk about we circle back to the platform discussion bbs's went away because the internet took over as the main platform i don't think the internet's going away i think that platform or that um it's really not a platform, but that mode of transportation of data is never going away um, unless we somehow 
figure out a way to tap into our mind and do stuff, you know, telepathically or something. But for now, it's the internet. So this is S2, episode 22. Did you try this? Didn't think so. So again, offline, we started doing um, the storage locker thing. And I believe it was Don LaPree that had it in one of his little course manuals that we bought. And um, so Don, my partner Don and I were mowing lawns. I'd gone back to mowing lawns, you know. Here I was in my 20s or whatever it was. Now I'm mowing lawns again, just hating life. I mean, we got several contracts again. You know, two of us, he had a band. We had two mowers. We'd whack the whole nine yards. You know, we went from house to house mowing lawns, and we got contracts in with, like, um, I think it was a, a, a condominium complex. We mowed their lawns. You know, it was just insanity. You know, mowing lawns, it's hot summer. I don't really, really feel like being out there now. It, it wasn't all the summer either because it could have been winter because in California, it stays green year-round in some places. So we're just mowing lawns and just, you know, it just sucked. And so finally, John said, hey, remember that part of the course um, that Donald Free had? And I'm like, mm, what are you talking about, man? He said, yeah, let's go. Let's try this storage locker thing, man. It sounds really cool. So Don was always, you know, a go-getter, and he wanted to, like, try new things. And so we went out, and we tried the storage uh, locker thing. Now, of course, we immediately ran into a problem. Immediately. Immediately ran into a problem. So we, we got our first locker. Excited as all get out. Problem number one, you got to clean that thing out. Day, you, the minute you get it, you better be cleaning that out. So we got this storage locker literally for $60. It was full. It was chock full. Had some weird artwork in it. Um, had, you know, all, and you can't walk in a locker. That's totally true. So you have to observe it from the outside. So what we saw, what we could see, <clears throat> was a lot of artwork, a lot of bins and stuff, boxes at that time. There wasn't very many plastic tubs then, if any. I don't think there was any back in the 90s when we were doing it. A lot of uh, a lot of things, and, you know, it was a smaller locker, and so we bid on it. We got it for 60 bucks. We were excited. Our first locker, you know, I think it was our our uh, first auction, too, or second auction that we'd gone to. Woohoo! we're excited. Okay, we go pay the guy. All right, we got to clean all this crap out. Well, as we started to enter the locker, there were other people gathering around because you got your little um, scavengers, your little rats. They want to see if they can get some. Well, sure enough, so we, we were digging through the locker, and the guy looks, looks at me and goes, hey, man, that's a generator. And I said, yeah, it is. So there was a little mini generator there. He goes, man, I'll pay you $100 right now for that. Okay. So we already made our money back right there. Problem solved. You know, we're up 40 bucks. And then somebody saw something else, I think a washer or a dryer. I'll take that, man. Okay. Um, the refrigerator, we actually sold on the spot too. So anyways, we, we walked out of there up like 600 bucks, five, 600 bucks, you know, without even having to move anything in. So then we loaded the rest of the junk, junk up into Don's van. Don took it home, <clears throat> put it in his garage, went to a few more auctions. Same thing. You know, we, we'd win one every now and again, you know, we pay, you know, less than a hundred bucks for a locker, get it, boom, take it to Don's house. Now we had a problem. Don's garage, which was a two-car garage, was full of other people's junk. So what do we do to solve that problem? Well, what do you logically do? Because you're already buying storage lockers. You find the locker company in your town, and you go ahead and purchase a storage locker yourself. We had three of these damn things, three of these storage lockers, and we had them filled to the brim. So now we got three storage lockers. Don, at that time, went ahead, and he uh, went back to work for AT&T. They unlaid him off and he was more happier doing a nine to five. And I was running the business at the time. Um, three storage lockers, of course, problem. 
Now, how do I do? How do I do this? Well, you know how to place classified ads, dude. You learned that, didn't you? Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, let me go place a classified ad, um, and I'll take appointments. You know, by appointments only. You can come look at our junk. <laughs> it worked. I, I would. I literally would make a thousand dollars a day selling other people's junk on appointment only. I, I'd have to let them into the storage gate, bring them down. They get the. They get the. Um, junk they bid on the junk where they pay me money for the junk i don't know, I, I literally rolled out of there with you know several thousand eleven hundred dollar days out of that place well don decided to shut up you know shut the, the whole thing down and uh kind of a little fiasco thing happened but it wasn't really a big deal but he just took it personally and you know he was just one of those guys man you know who they are they're, they're your nine to fivers they, they never really want to be an entrepreneur um, and then whenever they get a chance to, to jump out of the business, like you see now, you see a lot of people doing that online now. Oh, I just, I just don't get it. I'm, I'm getting out of the business. I'm done. Well, you should have never got into the business to start with because you obviously do not have what it takes. So nothing has changed because you will have problems online. Now we started the whole top of the show about talking about, Hey man, you know, the only thing you really have online is to build an email list. And, you know, I tell, I'm going to link down below. That's the way to do it. It is a, it's a viral lead system. Um, it, it's about building quality leads. Okay. But you want a bunch of leads, right? You're trying to build an email list, right? You don't know where to get them, right? Well, I brother, I've got the solution. Not only can you build an email list, they will pay you your $5 initially to sign up. It's called Guaranteed Downline Club. Now, Guaranteed Downline Club, which the link is below, go ahead, just sign up, man. I'm telling you, they're going to give you five bucks. Um, not only will they give you five bucks, you get to make money on each referral that signs up after you. Um, right now, I wasn't pushing GDLC because I've got a lot of things going on. Like I said, I'm just a, uh, I'm a newly uh, diamond partner with Elm and I've been spending a lot of time trying to learn Kartra because I'm trying to get all my click funnels funnels over in a Kartra. But GDLC solves that problem for you. <clears throat> if you want some leads and you want them quick, <clears throat> GDLC will get you leads. Now, I can't vouch for these leads. I don't know if they're any good or not, but it will give you a lead base. And, and not only that, you're making money by having people sign up. So last night, <clears throat> I guess I'll post a picture. Um I got a new way of getting leads. We'll talk about that some other time. But I started pushing GDLC pretty hard as of probably, I don't know, almost 12 hours, no, less than 12 hours ago. Probably about, man, by the time I got, got everything going, it was probably about nine hours. So in the last nine hours, I'm up 41 more leads. And also the more important thing is I've also made $20.50 um, doing nothing, basically just uh, getting people to sign up to GDLC. So <clears throat> with that being said, <clears throat> um, excuse me, I got to take a drink of tea. All right. <clears throat> With that being said, this one has gone a little long. I kept talking, telling you several stories, but I think you get the point. Whether you're offline, you're online, there's a way to solve that problem. And right now, you've got two links below. Um, they're both free to you. Don't, there's absolutely no reason why not to try it, okay? Um, GDLC below, obviously, um, is what I'm telling you about. You can make money doing it, obviously. And Elm. Elm, you can actually make a lot of money doing it. Um, once you get up to the inner circle or diamond levels, you know, if you buy into the diamond program, if you have any questions about the diamond, ask me and I'll, I'll uh, tell you a little bit about it. But if you want to be a diamond baller, um, you definitely um, will make money. Um, there's a lot of perks to that. Let me tell you. 
So that's it for this uh, S2 episode 22. Did you try this? Didn't think so. Remember, when you are offline or online as an entrepreneur, you have to solve problems. That There's no other way around it. You're going to run into problems and you have to put on your thinking cap, figure out how to resolve those problems. Once again, this has been S2 EP22. Did you try this? Didn't think so. My name is Mark Z and this has been a very longer version, about seven minutes over what I usually try to go for of the Mark Z Marketing Podcast. It is a Thursday episode. It is July the 9th, S2EP22. Did you try this? Didn't think so. This is Mark Z, Mark Z Marketing Podcast, signing off. See you on Sunday.